Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, producer I am Grant. Sorry I called you Ryan. I was looking at a piece of paper whose there was a person with the last name Ryan on it from that. It's okay. I called Michael Michelle. We're we're, we're all even. Okay. All right. Good to know that that evens it out. Um, <laughs> Any all For the record, uh, Grant, the first month that i was on this show all of the intros were donna and marley <laughs> yeah yep. you know, and we'll here get around are, to making the donna show. and marley um <laughs> with money talk oh that's <laughs> funny all right so here is uh morgan wallen before we get to that um morgan wallen is a country artist who was recently seen on video using uh the n-word uh he was videoed by a neighbor and he was apparently under the influence. He was dropped by his record label or at least suspended by his record label. And, um, he, you know, he had this brand new album that just came out, a double album, in fact. And he has this controversy now around him. He posted a five minute video yesterday on Instagram owning up to his actions. Uh, he's going to be off the grid for a while so he can get back in control uh, of his life and living a healthy, you know, lifestyle and being proud of his actions. Here's what he had to say. See what you think. The video you saw was was me on our 72 of 72 of a bender. I let so many people down. So this week I've been waiting to say anything further until I got the chance to apologize to those closest to me that I knew I personally hurt. I also accepted some invitations from some amazing black organizations to engage in some very real and honest conversations. And one thing I've learned already is I'm specifically sorry for is that it matters. My words matter. This week I heard firsthand some personal stories from black people that honestly shook me. And I know what I'm going through this week doesn't even compare to some of the trials I heard about from them. There's no reason to downplay what I did. I appreciate those who still see something in me and have defended me. But for today, please don't. Mm. He said, please don't. What I did was wrong. Huh. Wow. Yeah. So That's, here we are. We always do this. We're apology graders. That's mm-hmm. what the public has to be. Yep. But if we're in the business of doing that, um, that's a good apology. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a good apology. And I think it goes on even more, which at least shows that he's starting to have some kind of understanding and mm-hmm. um, of, you know, the weight of his words and and what he did so i like the last part the best yeah don't defend me yeah please don't like that was oh 
we talked about that the other day when his sales of his songs mm-hmm. and albums had really skyrocketed in the immediate fallout. And you understand people's desire there is to show support. So that was big of him, I think, in that moment to address that with like, that's cool that you're doing it. But the other day we were questioning the timing of that, you know, maybe like wait and let the let the dust settle on this a little bit before you go rushing to defend him. Right. He's, you know, he said, after he said, please don't, he said, I was wrong. It's on me to take ownership of this. I fully accept the penalties I face. Uh, So that's a good start, you know? Yep. Yeah, right. And you're, that's a good point, Donna, that these apologies are just that. It's just, it's not like, okay, great. You apologize. Everything's back to normal in any serious situation you've ever found yourself in. An apology is just the beginning of then a road of some form of restoration, reconciliation, Mm -hmm. growth, etc. And so I hope that he's as serious about that phase as he appears to be in this apology video. Yeah. You know how when, you know, you maybe commit a crime of anger or something and then the judge says you have to go to anger management for some... I feel like he, he needs to go take some classes or meet with these you know people who are heads of you know organizations by people of color who can explain to him you know in not just in one day but over time sure let him just go and educate himself on why it's not okay and why it's hurtful well it sounds like he's doing that if he's accepted i yeah, accepted I one invitation it sounds like multiple others that we don't know about from black organizations who are like hey come over here let us fill you in on some yeah. stuff yeah 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 so hopefully i'm going to go and listen to his entire you know that was just a, you know a few seconds worth of a 5 minute apology i'd like to hear what else he has to say so also i wonder i heard he in that mentions that he's been sober for whatever 5 days or a week or whatever um I'll be curious if he addresses that more because I think his public downfalls have been tied to alcohol. Yeah, and anger. You know, he's been kicked out of a bar for disorderly conduct before. Um, there was some kind of altercation involved. And then this in this case, he was, you know, same thing. He was angry right? while he was, you know, trying to get into his house. But he did say something... Um, you know, he said he's going to, he wants to get back to taking control of his habit and start living healthy and being proud of his actions. So who knows if he's going to do anything more formal in right. that sense. Someone else struggling with alcohol is Kaylee Cuoco's character in The Flight Attendant. Yeah, she does a good job of portraying the a blackout drunk. drunk. Or, yes. or, yeah, she does the the different degrees of uh of drunkness. Uh, two more episodes. I'm now six episodes through. First of all, I feel energized to finish another show. I'm I am proud enjoying of you. the feeling of completion. Having finished the Trebek book a couple weeks ago, finishing these series, it does give you a better feeling. Finishing things does make you feel better. So here's hoping that I finish the flight attendant maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow. But it's uh it's still good, not great. It's good. It's good. It's not like edge of my seat, what's happening next. It is weird. You have to get down with the vibe, the the, the approach of this show, mm-hmm. which is this, she's here in the present moment dealing with essentially a murder mystery and then transporting back 
to a time of conversing with someone who is no longer with us. Yes, and, yes. You know, that's it's funky and can feel a little, you know... It's artsy and weird. and Yeah, it's yeah. artsy, but feels sometimes more campy than I want it to feel. Sure. Which yep. takes a, robs a little bit of the tension for me. It hasn't struck the point of tension that Dead to Me did. Every episode of Dead to Me, I was like, oh, crap. Now what? Yes, but, <laughs> but they still were able to, like, maintain the humor. And, like, the, Kaylee Cuoco in The Flight Attendant, I mean, she has some really good crying scenes where I'm like, okay, now she's, we're feeling the weight of her pain and her stress and her despair. Yes. But then it goes back to being like kind of campy and goofy. And Dead to Me, I thought was really good at that too, where, I mean, Christina Applegate in Dead to Me, she had some of the funniest freaking lines. Like I laughed out loud at some of the things that she would say to people. Sure. Um, and I think Kaylee Cuoco maybe aspires to be more like that character, but maybe the writing doesn't allow for it. Yeah, it's gonna, it does. It's not written as comedically as Dead to Me. Right. Bear in mind, Dead to Me comes from the mind of Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. Mm. Right. And so this is this is different. But we're gonna finish it. Um, it's it's good. I, I like and I do like some of the visuals. There was one where two people were hiding in a closet, and then just that image slide, that video slides across the screen as someone else is in a house looking for something else in a yeah. different room. I yeah, thought yeah. They, they make some interesting Edit. choices, and I quite dig the intro. Uh, but I will, uh, I'm curious how this will all wrap up, but I wish I was dying to know how it all wrapped up, yeah. and I'm just not there. I get it. I but she is, she's done a really lovely job. I find her enjoyable. I do, too. Um, all right. When we come back, we all own dogs. And so we know dog years, how those are different than human years. So, too, quarantine years <laughs> are different from normal years in your relationship. So how much did 2020 age your relationship? There's a mathematician who figured it out. The sounds of flight attendant take us to break. We're coming right back on Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, we have to say thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast, Steve. I'm glad you brought that up because maybe it's more awkward if I just start by telling you about the underwear that I'm wearing. Okay. Listen, I'm wearing Chill Boys underwear. They are, for real, the softest fabric I've ever put on my loins is that of Chill Boys. They're made of bamboo. I always thought bamboo were like bamboo shoots that pandas eat, but apparently, I don't know, I guess you can break it down and turn it into a beautiful fabric that is so cool and so comfy. Now, when you say cool, you actually mean physically, temperature-wise, cool. Imagine this. When I put my underwear on. Oh, God. In the morning or every other morning. (laughs) As I pull them on, I feel the coolness of the fabric on my legs and my... Loins. Well, the cool thing about it, thank you for bringing your loins into this uh, broadcast today. Uh, The cool thing about it is that it's got a little bit of spandex in it with 95% of bamboo. So you get that comfort, the perfect fit from what what? I hear. That's that's the God's honest truth. It's right where you need it. Chillboys.com. Go check them out. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. We're back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. How are you? I am well. Why? Hey, thanks for coming. Okay. All right. Uh, you got a study? 
Yes. Let's do it, buddy. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. This has not been a normal year for anybody. Certainly not for couples. If you feel like your relationship has grown or changed a lot since the pandemic started, probably has. Groupon. Remember Groupon? Sure. Groupon was hot for a while. Everybody, you get a Groupon? Hey, did you get the Groupon for that yoga class? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to spin unless I have a Groupon. Groupon hired a mathematician from Cambridge University in the UK. Why? To calculate what one year of quarantining together would translate to in normal couple years. And the answer is... The quarantine year was the same thing as being together for four regular years. Wow. (laughs) So if you have been together for two years now, it's actually more like five years since you (laughs) spent one of those together in quarantine. Oh, gosh. For people who aren't married, and I'm just picturing, you know, the the girl in the relationship going, we have been together for 10 quarantine years. (sighs) (laughs) Honey, you know that's only six real years. Don't bring that up. Nothing's normal anymore. (laughs) Our dog is 146 in quarantine. 59% of couples say the pandemic has been the ultimate test of their relationship. And they haven't been on a date in an average of five and a half months. Ours is longer than that. What's a guy got to do to go on a date? He's got a babysitter. That's it. That's it, Donna. Have someone come and take the kids, and then you and wifey can have a little uh, quiet time, a dinner, a little nookie. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Tony Bologna. Hey. Hey. There's a dessert at a restaurant in California called Pazuki, which I always thought was a little too close to nookie. How do you feel about whoopee, making whoopee? Very 1940s, 50s, sock hop, whoopee afterwards. I feel good about that. Okay. It feels very uh, non-suggestive. You guys can neck on the couch. Oh. Necking is peculiar. (laughs) Google. People are just, what, are you into hickeys? I mean, who's into hickeys? Who says, mark my body? Mark my body. Where where did hickeys come from? Well, I'm just thinking of necking, and then I'm thinking of sucking on someone's neck. That's usually the place where you'd get a hickey is on the neck, right? And then somebody's wearing, boy, Bill, I've never seen you in a turtleneck before. I always wear them. What are you talking about? That's dumb. All right, Steve, we're doing a show. (laughs) Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I sneak, I'm trying to sneak in a nap. I'm doing a new program called Micro Naps. <laughs> One, 75 straight days of micro naps or what? Yeah. And you're supposed to take 20 micro naps an hour. I feel better now. Okay, good. Our Facebook question is this. What's a responsibility that you have, but you just don't want? Oh, good one. What comes to mind? A responsibility that you have that you just don't want. Taking is it like taking care of the... my yard? Oh. Paying my mortgage? Donna. What? Cleaning the house? I have an idea for you about your mortgage, by the way. We'll talk off air. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to help you pay off your mortgage faster. I, I, you know what? But that's not a thing for me. I just refinanced. I, I don't, I don't care about paying off my mortgage faster because I don't plan on living moving. here f- for that long or moving. Sure. But, w- I mean, if you plan on living in your house forever, cool, pay it off. But if you don't, why is that such a thing? I care about lowering my monthly overhead. Yeah, that's that's good. That's that's good for sure. Okay, thanks, Steve. Bye. Uh, let's see here. Picking up poop in the yard. Yeah, it's quick. And we don't even have any dogs. That's from Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, being my husband's primary caretaker after he got a spinal cord injury. Oh, oh my gosh, Teresa. That, sorry to hear that. That is tough. Um, Lori says, carpool, the drop-off lane at school gives me heart palpitations oh, every day. Every time I drive by and see people waiting yeah. to pick up kids for miles, I think, oh my gosh. It oh blocks traffic, man. It gets so it's deep. Bad. You're like, whoa. Oh, you know what? Another good one for me is grocery shopping. I mm, that's mine. It. That's mine. Oh my God. That you're is, my brother from another that, mother. I can, I, I'll go days without having snacks or food in my house just to avoid grocery shopping. Same. I hate Can't it more it. than anything. Well, folding laundry is a close second, but, but I hate. But see, you're shopping. quick about it because you do your like seven minute thing in and out. Yeah. The reason why I hate it because my, uh, I'm overstimulated and I go up and down every aisle and oh, I take no. hours and it I just, just go and get what I need and get the hell out of there. I don't even look at other stuff. Go down oh, the really? aisles. Yes, queer. See, that's why I find like creative things to make when I'm like, just oh, I, what could I do with that? Yeah, I don't care about that. <laughs> Stephanie has the responsibility of setting the alarm clock every night for both me and my husband, but he still always asks, "Did you set my alarm?" <laughs> it might be time for him to start setting his alarm. Christy said, "Figuring out every single meal my family eats—that does sound like a big burden." Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys do that? Like, do you have dinner every night to get, and lunch? And... Steve's laughing. Uh, no, I'm actually laughing at something that Ed said. Uh, no, not necessarily. The kids are picky eaters, and so we, we have adopted the thing of, look, here's what's being served for dinner. And uh, if you don't want to eat that, you can make your own thing. You can go use the air fryer if you want, or you can go pour yourself a bowl of cereal, but we're not going to make multiple entrees for people. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Ed, that, Ed is a good friend of mine, by the way. Ed says, making sure my wife cooks dinner every night. Oh, what do we got? Tony Milanovich? Oh, I'm going to text his wife right now. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Ed, he's a good, he's a really, he's a good follow, by the way, Ed. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I he's, bet you 
I bet you he goes heavy political. He does. <laughs> oh, he actually he does. I just. But he's talk. very funny. Very oh, funny. Yeah, I'm sure. No, oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, by the way, speaking of making dinner every night, I am going to try. Oh God, is it going to be about smoking? To smoke a pork shoulder this Saturday when the high temperature is zero and the low is 15 below. How long will it take me to smoke this pork shoulder? King of cold cuts. <laughs> oh my God, Steve! Oh, now, what, what makes you think? Oh, what am I going to make tomorrow? I'm going to go with pork shoulder. Right? I want it pulled pork. Okay, so you what do you Google and then you're like pork shoulder? No, just thought of it in my head. I was like, I've only smoked pork shoulder once. Let's do it again. Don't try to distract me. It's game time next. Oh, uh, Throwback Thursday music trivia. Just the way that Donna likes it. Can she continue her undefeated streak in 2021? Find out next on my talk. All right, I'm very excited. It's a throwback Thursday, so I'm ready to play. Let's rewind, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday. We need to go back in time. We gotta go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz longtime radio disc jockey Donna Valentine on old school tunes. Well, this just sounds like a blast to me. Steve, watch out. Throw it back, yeah? Yeah. Oh, Donna. Yeah, Steve. Hey. What can I say? You're a complainer, and I change my ways to appease you. Yay. <laughs> know that... See, kids, complaining works. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, we're going to do it the old school way. I'm not saying it's going to be like this moving forward, but it is how it's going to be today. So I hope that you enjoy. Okay. Thank you. Dateline, 1967. Is this your wheelhouse? Not really. This band set a new record when their second album, called More Of, insert the band name, jumped from number 122 to the very top of the U.S. charts. Hmm. The album then stayed in the number one position for 18 weeks. I wonder why it jumped. Name the group. What And it was their second album, not their first. And it went from 122 to number one in the year 1967. Okay, I have to think about this, because, like, what could have happened that made it jump that many spaces, that many positions? Uh, Went from 122 to number one, more of... People are yelling at their radios. Let's see, 67, more of... More of cream, the stones, the the the, the doors. More think, of think animals. Okay, more of the animals. More of the turtles. The turtles. Think of an animal that you've been recently infatuated Ooh. with. Oh, more of the monkey. You got it, Donna. Nice job. Hey, 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 We're too busy singing to put anybody down. I watched no less than seven monkey videos before bed last night. Thank you. (laughs) Does it impact your dreams? I dreamt about bears. Bears? Bears. Mary? Mary? (laughs) Clarence? Dateline 1972. This group 
scored their third U.S. Top 20 hit single <laughs> with Black Dog peaking at number 15, taken from their fourth album. The song's title is a reference to a nameless black Labrador retriever that wandered around their studios while recording. Mm, I think this is Led Zeppelin. Final. Final? Maybe. Lock it in? Yes. Way to go, Don. Remember this? Hey, hey, mama said the way you move Gonna make you sweat Gonna make you groove Told my kids this morning, I was like, you gotta listen to this Gotta hear this So good This is the kind of stuff I like to listen to when I'm alone Like on a long drive or something In the car I love Zeppelin in my car Zeppelin in the car is good good. That's a good question You know, some bands are better Some groups, musical acts are better in certain environments right? Yeah, like in your head Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, like some you want to be at a coffee house. Some you want to be hanging out at like just a little house party. Have them on in the background. Others you want to be cruising. Others you want to bring your boombox to the beach. And it, al- it also can depend on the time of the year, too. I listen to certain music depending Absolutely. on the time of the year. I don't do that. I hear people do that like with country music. They're oh, like yeah. summer, only mm-hmm. in the summer. I'm like, what does that mean? I do that a lot more in the summer. Is it because the music became more kind of tropical? Zach Brown Band, Kenny Chesney? I just usually think I'm outside. I'm usually yeah. outside drinking a beer, listening to country music so I can roll my windows down, have that same feeling. It's kind of just huh. the connection, I guess. Weird. Yeah. Enough chit-chat. Date lie, 1989. (laughs) Oh, I might be good at this one. I was six. Oh, good for you. (laughs) This singer started a three-week run. I'm going to switch this on you. I'm going to switch it. Let's make it harder. Paula Abdul started a three-week run at number one on the U.S. Singles chart in 1989 with this song. It was the first of three number ones for Paula Abdul in the year 1989. Oh, God, now I'm going to have to think of some of her songs. Um, Forever Your Girl, maybe? Maybe it was that her first one? Forever Your Girl. There's no way in hell you'd even no, lock that in. No, of course not. Because you're that undefeated, was you third. know there's a lot on the line. Uh, Paula Abdul, uh, i got to think of some of her songs now. Oh, God, I'm blanking. Help a girl out. You feel like you need a hint? I do, I do. I, otherwise, we'll sit here all day. Maybe some information, please? Okay, okay. Some information, please. Uh, <laughs> okay, hold on. Flat. Uh, Turn her mic up as she tries to sing. No. Okay, say more. Say more. I know the song, but I can't think of the title. Um. Okay. Oh, the right. No. No. All right. Not curvy down. Okay. Oh, straight up. Straight up and tell me that you need together. All right. When you're caught in a hit and run. All right. Okay. Don't stop destroying the melody of that song. Just ring the bell. Yes, you're right. Congratulations. Play the real melody. Information, please. Oh, that's so good. What a great song. I played it's that. It's not a great song. It is a great it's song. So dumb. I played that this morning, and my daughter, 10 year old, said, 
your music was really different than ours. That's <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was awesome, wasn't it? It was awesome. Dateline. 1992. Uh-oh, this is not going to go well for me. Maybe Donna it was high and I was not. <laughs> I was not high. I was like oh. married. You always planning say a family. Yeah. Well, I the way you re- high. The way you reference your <laughs> '90s recollection does put it off to that matter. You're like, yeah, well, I don't make remember anything. Like she was super locked in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There were like no rules in radio here. in the '90s. Yeah, I know, but you came up in high. a lawless country environment in the world of radio. God only knows. He only knows. I was very young. Okay, go ahead. Dateline 1992. Motley Crue fired this member of the band when he turned up for rehearsals, Mm. claiming he had lost his passion for the band and was now more involved with racing cars. I think this is Tommy Lee. Tell us why. Because I watched that movie, um, Whatever Dirt... Not Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. No, it was a movie about Motley Crue, which was very campy. And I believe it... Oh, it was Vince Neil who was behind the wheel. Now she's rhyming her way to it. Neil behind the wheel. I think it's... They didn't kick him out. He's a lead singer. Tommy Lee. No, I I know you. And I know you wouldn't lock an answer like that, and it's <laughs> reckless. Okay. Um, you're Go back right. to your Dr. Seussian ways. Vince Neil, final. Nice, Donna. Thanks. Wow. I don't Very know how I good. did that. That was crazy. Okay. Well, the crew okay. fired their singer, Vince Neil. Wow. Because he went to rehearsal and was like, yeah, I'm not into this anymore. I want to race cars. And they're like, okay. Bye. <laughs> and now, a bonus question. Okay. Let's go back in time. 1978 is your date line. I like it. Do you, though? Captain and Tennille. Ah, final for any question. (laughs) This group, let me add my own editorial comment. This very bizarre group (laughs) was at number one on the UK singles chart with Figaro. Figaro. Figaro, 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 Figaro. I should have known. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't just wait for all of it at the beginning. Oh. I'm sorry. Is that, what's her name, the rapper from last year? <laughs> Cardi B? Cardi, is that Cardi B over there? Okay. Okay. It was the group's third and last number one. Who was the group that came out with the single Figaro in 1978? I was negative five. Okay, it's it's not coming to me, to me, to me. Honest to God, I'd be contacting the usher at church. Can I? Can we find a different seat? <laughs> yeah. um, it, I want to say it's Queen. You wouldn't say that. Uh uh-uh. uh Think more of a family term. Okay. You're not just like if you're there with a bunch of bros, then you are in a. I don't know what that has to do with family. Bros. Oh, okay. Brother. Keep going. Make Bro- that word longer. Brotherly. Nope. Now. Brotherhood. Put on. Okay. Brotherhood. Of. The pre- passion. 
She said Brotherhood of Man. We'll lock it in what? as the final answer. Nice job, Donna. Never heard of them. Here is Figaro. It's kind of got an ABBA vibe. Very much an ABBA feel. Yeah, wow. it's very frightening. The video is very challenging to watch. Wow. Well, that was fun. Thanks, Steve. Okay. Alrighty then. Uh, we're already at the final stretch of our show coming up. I know. Can you believe that? I Things can't. You, it's it. just an ever-developing show. And, you know, the weeks go by fast. <laughs> right, and right, okay. Yeah, why not? Uh, hey, we I both have a couple folks. of favorites. Okay, go ahead. I just want to tell people before we it's go. It's time to play. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My Talk 1071 <laughs> presents My Talk Loves Local. Of course, we have some pandemic optimism starting to... I was going to say titillate us, but that's probably the wrong phrase. We'll go with it. Small businesses still need our love. That's the bottom line. Just because you see that their lights are still on doesn't mean that they're doing well just yet. They need our support. So all month long, we here at My Talk are sharing some of our favorite local shops. Together, we can make a commitment to supporting our favorite local places by shopping there, getting takeout, making home improvements, or making donations as well. So let's love local together. You can check it all out at MyTalk1071.com. Your keyword is local. I love it. When we come back, remember the story about the dog who had saved a man when he had a stroke? Yes. Well, they have reunited. I'll tell you how that went when we come right back on My Talk 1071. This is a Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Oh, what's up, Stevie? Oh, hey, Donna. Hey, Just man. recounting all the good in the world, and there's a lot of it. Look for it, and you'll find it. Aww. I don't have to go far. Grant sent us a photo yesterday on on the the old text thread. <laughs> who's uh, his dog? Who's a ma- it's like a Shetland pony. This thing is huge, so big, dancing <laughs> with his significant other, and the dog is taller than Lily. I mean, his paws are up on her <laughs> shoulder. The dog is so big, but Grant and I couldn't help but notice. Um, you know those things, you know, the truck nuts that they put on the back of pickup trucks? Oh, yeah. Holy cow. I could Wait. not have this dog in the house with me. Wait, does he have truck nuts? Oh, yeah. Look at the picture. Wait, are you breeding him? No, we you're, with with wolfhounds, you're supposed to wait as long as you can because their hips and legs develop later. Oh, he's a young one. He's 14 months, yeah. So we'll be doing it here in March here. You're supposed to try to wait two years if you can, but we can't wait any longer. I know, oh, I asked now Grant. i got to look at him. He said, yeah, we're getting him, we're getting him fixed. I said, what, are they going to use a hacksaw? <laughs> What sort well, of a they, power tool? They just, don't they just like suck them out? Oh, <laughs> I don't think they just like cut them because the the. I'll ask Lily tonight. Well, they're the scrotum leaves. Is, no, the, the sack is. The they scrotum don't have... gets absorbed by the body. Okay, why well, was? I hope you didn't think that there was just a, a ballless scrotum that was hanging. <laughs> no, off of this they take dog. The, they take them out of the skin, right? Mm-hmm. And then the the the. It'll hang for a little bit like that, like just a flappy thing, and then it'll get absorbed into the body. Are you looking at the picture? No, I'm trying to find it. Oh, it's like... Immediately, I was like, wow, what a tall, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I cross my legs instinctually. Oh, wow. Yeah, I I get a lot of heat in the house because I'm not the... uh, the most dominant male in the house. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, see, I whenever I see a dog that still is intact, I tr- I just keep my dog away from them because I'm always afraid, like at the dog park, that they're going to be a little more aggressive. Yeah. He's not really. He's oh just, he's, gosh. he's, he's big. So when he plays, he doesn't realize his size, but he's not really aggressive. I'm no. sorry, but you have to zoom in to see that, you weirdo. Uh, no, no, you don't. Not if you're a guy. You oh, know okay. where your testicles are. I would have thought that was just a shadow from like something behind him. Nice heart shaped shadow. 
I hope it's not the shadow, because the if there's f- something bigger behind it. What kind of food do you have in the background? You have to post this now, Grant. We have to get this up on the Donna and Steve show <laughs> oh <my> page. <laughs> what kind of food is back there? There's like fries or chicken? What? Behind his butt. No, that's not fries. That's a toy. It's a, it's a, a I think it's a gopher with a tuxedo on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not fries. Are you hungry, Donna? I think it's a gopher wearing uh, formal wear. <laughs> really, I saw chicken thighs. <laughs> I'm just trying that to put funny. French fries out of this. It looks like a fry container uh, with a, like a chicken nugget hanging, like a, a mozzarella stick. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. But uh, I'm not going to lay that in my dog's bed. But now bed. I'm too close. Now I'm looking at his bits. I don't want to look at that anymore. you got to post this, though. Can okay. you put it on Twitter or something? I can, yeah. I'll put it on my uh, Twitter, my Instagram. All right, yeah. what's your Twitter uh, handle? GrantRadio84. GrantRadio84. All right, speaking it. of dogs. Yes. Um, so the man who had, in, in New Jersey, who had a stroke, um, he, so he, he had this rescue dog that saw that he was having a, you know, a medical crisis and dragged him and got him to his phone and basically saved his life. Mm. So this was a German shepherd. I put this up on our show links page at mytalk1071.com, but he just got released and he was reunited with this dog and it is absolutely precious, um, the video, because the dog is just basically attacking him with licks and, and... and hugs, and he didn't even have the dog that long. I think he had it maybe four months, three months. Wow, what a quick bond, huh? It's seriously, and when he got her, she was afraid of men, but loved him. It's just like a mm. really, really sweet story. And he said thank you to everyone. Um, he got released from like a rehabilitation center, and he said people were great. And then all the um, frontline workers, the healthcare workers were outside in a line while he Aww. was reunited with his dog. Oh, God, it's so sweet. Mm. That's all I got. You think that's sweet? Wait until you hear how this guy paid tribute to his uncle. There's a guy who built a guitar out of his dead uncle's skeleton. Oh. This guy rocks no, under the didn't. name. Yes, he did. Oh. The name is Prince Midnight. That's his rocker name. He turned his uncle's skeleton into a guitar. Now, he's had his uncle's bones for two decades since his family refused to cremate him. So finally, he used his uncle's spine, ribcage, and pelvis as the foundation for an electric guitar. I don't believe you. Look at, click on the Linky Winky. Mm. Oh, he it's did weird. It. He did it. And, it, and, and imagine imagine a skeleton like in science class, the skeleton at the front of the room, and imagine it's just shoulders down to the base of the pelvis, no arms, no legs. Okay, question. Yep. So he was cremated? No, the family refused to cremate him. What I can't figure out is what happens if you pull out of cremating at the last second. They say, all right, well, you can have your bones back. That, and that, he's had his bones? Bull dookie. Donna. Steve. Why don't you believe rockers? What do you? Why do you hate guys who rock so hard? We, we this have is a, your type. This is audio of him playing it. Apparently, oh, let's hear. It. it just goes on for a while like that. Yeah, because it's not the most dynamic song, but he attached the neck of the guitar to where the human neck would have attached. 
And then on the internal spinal column, he put strings and then strung them up. And then there's a thing for him to play there. And there are electric components which allow you to do it. This but can't be legal. This cannot be legal to take the remains of somebody. Mm. Same with Steve. Like, wh- where in what point in the whole process did you decide we're not going to cremate and then, like, we just want to keep the bones? Like, where yeah. where does that? And, like, wh- I, I'm confused. And how many times did you go through it when you were decluttering and you're like, should we keep these? <laughs> Let's keep them. Let's keep them. But, I mean, there has to be some, like, sawing going on. And removal of flesh. Hey, Donna, a lot of people have power tools. <laughs> okay. I gotta go. No, the flesh, I think, was already off. He just had the bones. Why was the flesh already off? I don't know. It's an incomplete story. That's all they gave well, me. Well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> You'll think about it the rest of the day. It's yeah. the gift that keeps on giving. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, we really are going to go now because Colleen and Bradley are kicking us out. All right. Let's All right. Uh, tomorrow is Friday. Oh, yeah. Very Don't miss exciting. the top of the show where Donna and I spend five minutes bewildered by the fact that it's Friday again. <laughs> gripping no, we'll radio. We'll make it worth it. We'll make it worth All it. Right. We'll see you back here tomorrow at nine. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening.